Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Tuesday night around 8 p.m. Eastern. Y'all know what time it is. It is time for Let's Chat Sports. Welcome, you guys, to this Tuesday evening edition of Us Talking That Talk on All Things Sports. I'll be joined shortly by my co-host, Mr. Jazz. You know, he always has a problem finding his parking spot in front of the studio, but it's all good. He's going to be joining us momentarily, and when I say momentarily, I mean like right now. Hey, Jazz, how are you? Hey, what's happening, baby? What's going on? What's going on? It's been a rough couple of weeks. How are you? <laughs> it definitely has. I'm good, Jazz. I'm good. It's been busy as always. You know, no grass grows up under the feet of the people that join us here on the chat. We've been away for like two weeks, Jazz. A lot has happened in that two-week span. I know. I know. It's been, it's been a lot going on. It's been a lot going on. Word up. <laughs> Once again, guys, welcome to Let's Chat Sports. My name is Miss Tony. I'm joined by one and only sports guru himself, Mr. Jazz. Now, we got to have some catching up to do because, like I said at the top of the show, Jazz and I haven't been here for about two weeks, so we hope you guys have had a great time. You're staying safe. But right now, it's about time to talk about that talk sports. Time to do it, baby. Time to do it. Well, let's talk about that. I do have something I want to do. What you got? And I never do this. I never do this. I never do this. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I want to shout out my man Dutch. They had a movie premiere of his movie. Of his movie, Dutch movie, um, mm-hmm. with uh, old boy from there's a lot of lot of people in the joint, um, and, and the reason why I do that that's that's my man, my best friend, but also because without him, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Mm-hmm. So I have to mm-hmm. give him a shout out and 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 congratulate him. Congratulate him on all his good things that are happening for him, and that's my dude. And salute you, bro. Word up. Okay. Absolutely, I'm so proud of him. It's been a minute since I spoke to him, Jazz, but I hope he gave him my my best wishes because you know he, he that's a, that's that's phenomenal. That's a great achievement. Absolutely. <laughs> and so excited, the second thing so is, excited. And the second thing is, um. Anybody listening, I have a, I, I have a severe, my allergies are flaring up immensely. Okay. I don't have any medication <laughs> right now, so you might hear a cough or two. Please, <laughs> just just please bear with me. Please bear with me. Please, please. <laughs> just want to pass All right, well, we, got, 
we got to not have to hope you have to talk with so much, guys. We got to keep that in mind as we go forward. But I do hope that you feel better, you know, and once again, all our best. Congrats to Dutch, because what a phenomenal achievement. And uh, in addition to Jazz, I'm proud of him as well, Jazz. Yes, it's, it's, it's a big deal. So I'm, I'm happy for him. Now, let's talk what we got to talk about. Where you want to start? Let's let's talk about the this two things that's rate that's roaring in the sports world right now. But let's talk about the big contract with the Cowgirls quarterback Dak Prescott. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting off a little salty, but I'm gonna give him their props. He is the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. How do you feel about that, Jack? Because we have been talking about that for a few weeks on our show here. I will say this, and I hope. All the Cowboys fans listening to me right now. In my opinion, it is a mistake to pay mm-hmm. Dak Prescott forty million dollars a year, seventy-five million due next year. Now, don't get me wrong; Jerry Jones got the scratch, but mm-hmm. you're paying him. An average of $40 million a year. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the, the paying him 75 gets you a little leeway later on, unlike, you know, mm-hmm. so you don't have to run into what Pittsburgh is running into with Ben Roethlisberger. But I really mm-hmm. don't believe that Dak is a $40 million a year contract. I, I don't think he's a $40 million a year quarterback. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Coming off of the ankle, I just don't. Mm-hmm. But what do you think? I agree, Jazz. And and I just want to break down a little bit because, first of all, like you said, he's coming off a really bad injury. And who's to say where he will be when he gets mm-hmm. out on the, on, the, on, the, on the field? You know, he hasn't played for a year. You know, he hasn't been – I mean, given his last year he was on the field, he had a good season. But we don't know mm-hmm. – who he is today, and that was a serious injury. But I want to ask you, Jazz, if not Dak for the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, then who? Who out there can possibly, you know, step into that role and give the Dallas fans a quality quarterback? I mean, there are – and that's a loaded question because, um, I mean, for me, you have to – there aren't a lot of good quarterbacks out there. There aren't a lot of quarterbacks uh-huh. out in free to see that you can build around. And uh-huh. you see the reason and, – and, and you see that because the Stafford deal, Wentz getting traded to Philadelphia – I mean, Wentz getting traded to Indianapolis, that shows you that the quarterback position is at a premium right now. And um, you had to pay Dak. I'm not saying don't pay him. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I just don't think that he's average. I just don't think that he's worth $40 million on average a year. That's all I'm saying. Mm Mm-hmm. I, mean, I agree. Because that's a lot. That's a lot of scratch. I mean, even if you pay him, even if you pay him seventy-five the first year, which is what they're doing, that means you mm-hmm. got to spread out eighty-five million over three. So that means that mm-hmm. you're still, you're still at the twenty, twenty-six, maybe twenty-eight million, twenty-eight million dollar range for the last three years of his deal. That's still a lot of mm-hmm. money, you know, for a quarterback. That is a lot again, of money. Again, we don't know what he's coming back like. We don't know. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. He come right. back 100% and be great. But, again, it's not like, mm-hmm. let's be clear, people, it's not like he was winning Super Bowls with Dak Prescott. Exactly. I mean, you know, and that's player. another thing that he he he's not, he hasn't, you know, he hasn't won a, a, a ring, you know. And with that being said, Jazz, would you even consider him to be one of the 
I'm gonna be I'm gonna be generous and say one of the top ten QBs in the league. Well, I'm, I'm, I know I'm, that's another loaded question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Just to be clear, just to make sure I'm clear, ask me the question again. I want to make sure I understand it correctly before I dig into it. <laughs> that was real okay, loaded. The question is. I, it's a loaded one because we, we we got some ground to cover tonight. But I'm being generous when I say top ten because I was going to say top five. Being in, I'm being generous tonight because it's Tuesday night. You know, we talk that talk on all things sports. Would you consider him to be one of the top ten NFL quarterbacks in the league? In this league right now, yes. Yes. I would give him top ten. I think you're reaching with top mm-hmm. five, you know, mm-hmm. but <laughs> top ten, excuse me, top ten I would give them. I mean, when you look at the plethora of quarterbacks in the league, you know, right. you know, again, you have the Rodgers, you have the Brady's, you, you know, you have the Wilsons, the, the, you know, but then you have that second tier. He is definitely a second tier quarterback, which means that he is top ten. But, mm-hmm. again, my thing is, the thing in Dallas, and I think a lot of people aren't looking at that because they're so fixated with that thing, is you also need to realize that they are an aging team. Their old line, right. which for years is what carried them, is aging mm-hmm. now. You mm-hmm. have a defense that you have to replace some people or re-sign some people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there are other issues if you want to continue the run. And I know what people are going to say, which is, if Dak didn't get hurt, we would have won the division. But I can't I can't. <laughs> I think that's the only that the Dallas fans that are saying that. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you that you would have because he didn't stay healthy. So, I can't. The world of sports is full of what-ifs. So, We'll see what happens next year, but I really don't. If I would have, me personally, like I said previously, I would have mm-hmm. backloaded the deal to make sure that by the time he got into his prime earning years of his contract, he would be healthy. And then remember, mm-hmm. he's young enough with a four-year deal to hit free agency again, mm-hmm. which is what most athletes, which is what most most athletes want to do now. You want to do a LeBron. You want to hit free agency multiple years in your career. Mm-hmm. No problem. And I wanted to touch on that, Jazz. I wanted to touch on that because when this contract deal is up, he'll only be about, I think he'd be like 31, you know, yeah. and he's Absolutely. still he, he's still in his prime. But let's Absolutely. go back just a little bit. And once again, you're listening to Let's Chat Sports. My name is Miss Tony, and I'm joined by my sports guru here, my partner in all things sports, Mr. Jazz. We are here every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. But I want to that point of him being in his prime jazz, let's talk about the owner, Jerry Jones, who's not necessarily in his prime. I want to ask you, do you feel that this deal was made with death because Jerry Jones, he's like 78 years old, and he wants to see a ring in his lifetime. Mm -hmm. I don't think he wants to stick around and try to – get a new quarterback and groom him because that could take years. My question to you is, do you feel that being that is he's 78 years old, Dak is 27, 28 years old, and that played a pretty big part in him getting this contract. What, what's your thoughts mm-hmm. on that? Um, first of all, this is not ESPN people. So I'm not going to give you the <laughs> Sterling Sharp angle. I'm not going to give you the the what's the white cat the people Sterling Sharp. I can't <laughs> give you his angle. I'm not linked in like Stephen A. Smith and all that bullshit. I ain't got time for that. Let's be clear. I love that preface, Jazz. I love that. <laughs> let's let's be clear. Set the stage. <laughs> Jerry is like fuck that. I'm going. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to be in control much longer because my sons right. are already talking behind my back. About how much longer can I do? I'm not. I'm. I haven't been a great GM, 
I've given right. money to a few players that I shouldn't have. And this is my – because I – at this point, Jerry Jones is synonymous with the Dallas Cowboys. Win or lose, he will bite the bullet or he will claim all the glory, one way or the other. So, for me, <laughs> Jerry Jones is like, fuck that. I mm-hmm. need – I need I need everybody to win now. There is no later. I need right. to win now. I agree. I need to claim. I need to claim all the credit for us winning, like I did when Jimmy Johnson was there. Mhm. That's my opinion. I agree. But no. I agree. I don't. So you agree? Mhm. I definitely agree that this 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 contract has a lot to do with Jerry Jones wanting a ring now. He doesn't want to wait three, four, five years to have a new quarterback come in, learn the system, hit or miss whether he's even going to get to the ring. And I think he knows pretty much, based on Dak's last season, he knows what he has in Dak Prescott. So yeah. I think he's, he's he's gambling and going with him, drafting a new quarterback or, or trading or, you know, in free agency for a new quarterback. I think that plays a key role in it as well. Well, I don't think that you have time. If you're Jerry Jones, you don't have time, like you just said. You right, don't have time, time is not on your side. Back. First of all, you don't draft in the – now, don't get me wrong. If they had one of the top three picks, then, yeah, mm. Jerry, I think Jerry would take mm-hmm. a different approach. I don't think that he would pay mm-hmm. Dak, honestly. I think that he would go with Trevor or Justin or uh, the cat out of BYU. Wilson. Mm-hmm. But Wilson. Because he is not – drafting in the top three, you pay Dak, you roll the dice, you try to retain as much talent as you can, and mm-hmm. make make do what you got. And hopefully by the end of the fourth year, when he's making, you know, $26 million, I think it's 26 at that point, will he be mm-hmm. in position to, you know, by that time Brady's retired, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Green Bay may have made a transition at that point because I ain't talking three years from mm-hmm. now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have some other things that may fall in their favor. You don't, you don't know what's going to happen with San Francisco with Garofalo because they, I've heard, I've, I've seen rumors of Garofalo possibly going back to New England. Uh, you know, so you know, you don't know what happens with Russell Wilson. So three years from now, their team could be in a position where they could actually challenge for a championship. I don't think that that's next year mm-hmm. or even a year after mm-hmm. next, but maybe three years Definitely from now. Definitely not this year. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, maybe towards the tail end of the deal, maybe the third right. or fourth year of the contract, they can challenge. And then that would, in fact, validate the money you paid that. Because right now, Again, every team who has a free excuse me, every team that has a free agent quarterback right now is looking at what Dallas just did and they're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. So if that if Dak is and the court and the quarterbacks are smiling. Yes. Because again, what we talk about, the market is driven. Once you set the market, not everybody mm-hmm. wants to beat the market. So now, again, if you're Aaron Rodgers you're looking at this deal and you're like, bonus. Because if Dax mm-hmm. were 40, I'm worth 45. Easily. <laughs> Russell Wilson looking like, yo, I don't, give, I don't care if I'm trading or not, but next contract, <laughs> I'm getting 45. You know, because, because Dax has now set the market. Yeah, that bar is high. Yeah, that, that, and it's getting higher. So mm-hmm. it's not going down. It's only mm-hmm. going to go up because, again, because we just said, if Dak is in the top ten as far as quarterback, if he's top ten, mm-hmm. then what about the guys under him? Right. If, if you're telling me that there are only 12 good quarterbacks in the league, then if you have one of them 12, you're paying. You're paying, mm-hmm. and you're gonna live with the results. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that, you know, nothing against the Rams, but I think that the Rams were a little desperate trading for Stafford. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that at the end of this three, four years from now, D- Detroit will come out in the better end of this deal. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. I have a question. I have a question, Jazz. You know, we, we, we're talking about here on this Jazz Sports, we're talking about the latest contract in the NFL with Mr. Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Jazz, I want to say with this money, all this money that they're paying, they're paying Dak, you know, and we're talking about winning in a couple of years, but you have to have the pieces around you in order to mm-hmm. make that bid. With the Cowboys spending so much money, on their quarterback, what about the pieces around him? How much money do you have left to pay quality, you know, players Ooh. to put around him? That that's important as well. Yeah, because like I said, you, they they have to. They have offensive line. They have offensive line issues because of all the retirements right. and, you know, all of the you know Fredericks retired because of the. Um, Situation with his health, uh, you don't know how long Teron Smith gonna gonna anchor the left tackle position because he's mm-hmm. in and out all the time. So, mm-hmm. um, besides the old line, which was the big deal, was the reason why you see Ezekiel Elliott being yards diminishing every year because his best years was with that front five where almost all of them made the Pro Bowl. Now. With mm-hmm. three or four years later, and only one of them makes the Pro Bowl, and that's Teron Smith. So right. he's having harder issues with running. In turn, now they've become a passing offense. But the biggest thing about Dallas is you have no cornerback. You haven't had cornerbacks for years. Uh-huh. So in the scoring league, if there's one thing you need, it's cornerback. Covering mm-hmm. quarterbacks, I might let me say that you need because again, the difference between Tampa Bay winning and um, Kansas City losing was Kansas City cornerbacks mm-hmm. couldn't cover without holding. Mm-hmm. If they cover without holding, KC might win that game. Mm-hmm. So Dallas has cornerback issues; they have O line issues. So, now, does any of this money take away from those two positions? I don't know. Depends on how they spend it. I don't know. It depends on how they with draft. That, right. And with that also being said, Jazz, you know, you know, Jerry Jones has his hand in so many pots, and he kind of knows the, what's coming up the pipe. You know, there's the TV money, which is going to be phenomenal next season. And I think that may also have played a role in Dak getting this this contract. But if I just want to put this scenario out there, because we 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 talked about the Deshaun Watson issue for for the, for a couple of weeks. A lot mm-hmm. of teams have their eye on that quarterback. You know, he, we all know he wants out. I don't know if there's going to be a resolution this season, but Dallas really didn't have the pieces. Not only the pieces, but the money, they didn't have enough to go after a quality quarterback like Deshaun Watson as opposed, as opposed to re-signing Dak Prescott. How much of a fit do you think Watson would have played in Dallas? Or have you even thought about that? I mean, any team, and I'm not just saying Dallas, but any team mm-hmm. that chooses mm-hmm. to trade for Deshaun Watson, you are basically mortgaging your future. Mm-hmm. And you're basically saying we're covered at every other position besides quarterback. Mm-hmm. When people talk about the Jets, the reason why everybody keeps mentioning the Jets is because they have two number one picks. And Houston mm-hmm. wants both of those. And some other picks. So, again, if you're the Jets, and let me ask you, you're in New York. Do you think that the Jets mm-hmm. are – a quarterback away from winning that division? Hmm. I think 
I think you know a lot of a lot of talk is being done here in the in the New York area about Sam Donald, and I know your lady is a Jets fan, and she's just like me. She's ready for Mr. Donald to pack his bag. But with that being said, I think the Jets are in a unique situation. They have two number ones. They have the number two pick. You know, they have a lot going for them that they they have more in their arsenal than other teams to be in a position to get Watson, to get Watson. You know, and like you said, you're going to be mortgaging not only your present but your future mm-hmm. to get a quarterback like Deshaun Watson. But it all depends on what Texas is willing to accept. You know, do, do, do they put it out there, that all or nothing, and have an unhappy mm-hmm. quarterback? You know, you have to start weighing your options. <clears throat> Excuse me. You have to start weighing your options. But I do think I do think the Jets are in a unique situation that more so than other teams. Well think about it. Let me let me give you this scenario. If you're the Jets. Mm-hmm. First of all, if you end up with Justin Fields, you can build your team around the player that you have drafted. You can build your team the same way Baltimore did with uh, did with uh, oh boy the quarterback Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. the same way Kansas mm-hmm. City did with Mahomes because here's the thing I'm saying that to say that between that and the fact that Justin Fields would be significantly cheaper. Than Deshaun Watson, uh-huh. significantly cheaper, because he's going to be on a rookie deal. Significantly cheaper, which means that I can then take the money I'm saving by drafting Justin Fields, and I could go out and, and get some players, because I got money. I and maybe make the jump to challenging for the division in a year or two before uh-huh. Justin Fields rookie deal runs out. Because, again, all these quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, Super Bowl ring, rookie deal. Carson mm-hmm. Wentz, Super Bowl ring, rookie deal. Mahomes, mm-hmm. Super Bowl ring, rookie deal. The and the number chance. of trips to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. The 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 best chance at right. the best chance for your team to be competitive is if you hit at quarterback in the draft because that automatically means that you can assemble some players and you might get a Super Bowl before mm-hmm. every before everybody finds out. Now, of course, this is before everybody finds out how to play that same quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because once they get right. film on you, now they figure out how to play. So the 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 surprise factor is over. We know, we've seen you for a couple of years now. Even Mahomes, as good as Mahomes is, it's a little harder for him to play now. Teams are taking certain things away from him. Hmm. You know, so. But also, you know. also, I want to say as as regarding the Jets, you know, this is um they're also in a because we're all like sitting here, we're holding our breath, wondering what's going on, you know, with the new management. You know, you have um, mm-hmm. the new coach, Robert yeah, Saylor. I'm not sure if I'm Salah. I'm not sure now if I'm saying his name right. You know, and Jazz, you know, mm-hmm. I am a key proponent about that player development. You know, mm-hmm. you're coming under a new regime. So you don't know what mm-hmm. is going to happen at that position. But do you want to start a new quarterback with a new coach? You know, all of that mm-hmm. plays a role in it. But I want to say also <laughs> that um, – did, did you see my message, Jess? That's okay. I want to say also, you know, you never know. Sam Donald has not played a full season since he's been here. And he hasn't shown me, he hasn't shown a lot of fans in the New York area, not even necessarily Jets fans, any type of growth. I know he's had a number of different coaches, different systems that he had to play under, 
but you still should see some inkling of some growth. And like I said in our last show, I I just haven't seen that. And I don't know what those outside of New York see. You may not necessarily see every New York game like we do, but the growth hasn't been seen. He's always he's prone to be prone to injury. So you have to think about all of that as well. Can this quarterback play a full season? You know, those are a lot of different issues that has to be addressed. Well, I, I think that, you know, again, if he – if Dak survives, it's great. But he, but we – nobody knows. Again, nobody knows. You know what I'm saying? Because his injury was so catastrophic. I'm not saying this on the level of Joe Theismann with the broken leg thing, with the broken leg with Lawrence mm. Taylor. I'm not saying – or even Alex Smith when he got his leg broke. I'm not saying it's to that degree. But mm-hmm. his ankle was was facing another way. His foot was facing towards his face, dude. Oh, just thinking about that <laughs> makes me crazy. crazy. So – I mean, it, it's hard, I'm hard pressed to believe that 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 you can come back 100 percent right away off of that. The mm. I mean, your your foot did something that the body that not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Mm. I mean, I mean, even so, I don't know. I mean, I I wish him luck. I wish him all the luck in the world. And I'm, I, you mm-hmm. know, but. Point. If you're Dallas, you gotta uh, you gotta sink or swim with that because you don't have, like you said, mm-hmm. Jerry Jones seventy eight. You don't have time to you don't have time to nurture somebody else. It's all right. or nothing at this point, right? You know, so now, Dad, I can see right. them. I can, yeah, I can see them. You know, back to Dallas, I can see them this season possibly winning. More so winning the division as opposed to winning it all. You know, I can see them winning their division because it's not as strong a division as others, but I see them winning the division. Do you see that as well or no? Uh, it's, it's, it's Dallas. I mean, ain't no telling. I mean, you know, anybody who <laughs> anybody who follows football knows that Dallas is a crapshoot. The years that they're supposed to win, they end up coming in third place. The years that you expect <laughs> for them to do nothing, they win the division and they go to a playoff game. What the hell? Now, you know, I've <laughs> always true. heard, I've always heard, you know, Dak ain't Romo. Romo never won a playoff mm-hmm. game. They keep telling me Dak won a playoff game. Okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> So we'll mm-hmm. see if that can win another playoff game during this current contract that he's about to be under. How about that? Also, let me ask, coming you, off let me, let me ask you a question. If mm-hmm. they only win one playoff game in these four years, is that a failure? Mm. Talk about a lot of questions. I wouldn't necessarily – that's like winning <laughs> it all or, or it's a failed season. You know, I think I – think you have to take it in steps. If 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 you can win a division and don't win it all, is that that's your question, right? At, at yeah. least can they win? Can see. they win a playoff game? If they win one playoff game in these four years of playing Dak, a hundred and sixty million dollars is the contract a failure? Now I'm gonna I'm gonna just revise it. If they win a playoff game this season, how's that? It's not a failure. Because at that point, you'll be able to have seen what Dak is capable of. You'll be able to see how he plays on coming off mm-hmm. this phenomenal injury. You know, you'll okay. see how he acclimates back to the team because not only has he been out of season, he hasn't played with his teammates in a year. Yes. You know, and a yes. lot happens in a season. So you're able to see changed. all those There components. will be some new faces right. also. Right. All those components play a key part. In, in a win or lose. And if they do win a division and if they do win a playoff game, I would say that that's a, that's a win-win because everything is unknown at this point. Yes. 
Now, I I hate to, for all the Dallas fans, I'm about to burst the bubble because we have <laughs> to talk we basketball. Do. We have to talk basketball. So, Dallas fans, please don't email. Don't be in the chat room. Tell my y'all hate. <laughs> we spent the half hour talking about y'all shitty ass team. Time to talk about something. <laughs> Sorry. Time to switch gears. <laughs> now, again, it's not ESPN. I'm not going to be nice to you guys. You guys had a shit team. <laughs> Hopefully you'll do better with overpriced quarterback. Now we're going to move on. We're going to talk about basketball Absolutely. for a minute. Because I have to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of questions. First of all, All-Star Weekend was this weekend. Um, right. Here in Atlanta. And, you know, they was on that fuck shit like Corona's over. We're going to talk about that. Uh, pretty uh-huh. sure everybody has seen it all over the TV, all over the news, and, you know, news programs about uh, the, the weekend of crime and, you know, all of the, you know, corona parties that were going on. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about that. But do you believe – okay, two questions. First of all, did you watch any of the festivities? Um, I missed – because, you know, that was also the night of – uh, Prince Harry and, and Meghan Markle, so that was that I was like buying. I was going back wow. and forth. <laughs> I was I going back and forth. That. I but got I got you off the air. I got you off the air. I got some questions. <laughs> about that. Okay. I was going back and forth because I knew the All Star Game would be a repeat, but not the Meghan Markle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love. So for that real. was my one shot that's deal. for my justification. <laughs> that was a one shot deal, but I was I going back you. and forth. But I did I see. You. The game, and I saw the halftime with the the dunk contest. What I didn't see was the three points. Okay, so let me ask you this: You saw the slam dunk. Contest. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. In your opinion, should they keep the slam dunk going? Hmm. I I would say yes because some years you you this it's they're hit or miss. Yeah, some years they're flops and some years they're not. This year, the way that the format was, because it was all done in, in you know, one evening as opposed to mm-hmm. a weekend, mm-hmm. they narrowed it down. And that that halftime, I kind of I kind of liked that. You know, okay. it was like, I kind of liked that they had the three players. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm going to put on my homer hat, but I think Obi should have won. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. But um, I, okay, I like the format that. because <laughs> it was condensed, yeah, you know, and, and we, we're not going to talk about it right now. <laughs> but I did kind of like the the the, um, the format, you know. I kind of missed the whole weekend because, you know, I love watching everything and you get to see it a little bit See, see a little bit more, but I'm, I'm taking it that you didn't enjoy the the, the slam dunk contest. Take it. Did you not enjoy the slam dunk slam dunk you contest? You know, I, I will say this. I will say this. Um, mm-hmm. my man that won, uh, Hardaway. Right. That's the last thing. Uh, Af- I think it's last Anthony. Thing, Anthony. Right. So Anthony, whatever. Uh, play. Anthony, it's not Hardaway. Okay, right. yeah, plays for Portland. Um, right. He played me. He played me. Here's why he played me. He said he kissed the rim. He made a motion like he kissed the rim. He said he kissed the rim. In my world, he said he kissed the rim. Then when they replayed, mm-hmm. he, he didn't kiss the rim. He, 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 he ducked out. He ducked out at the last minute. So, right. for me, because you ducked out, I can't give you that. Exactly. That's why so I, I agree with you. His name was I would, Anthony but, Simmons. But, but I will Simon. say this, though. Obi mm-hmm. missed his first one. He, he, he had right. to do a do-over. So, right. you try to get penalized for that because he had to do a do-over. But, but are, the, are the penalizations in the in the rules though? Well, Obi he 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 didn't attempt the dunk. He jumped, but he didn't attempt it. So I still would give it to Obi just on the fact that part of way again, you didn't he follow didn't through. He didn't kiss with the, the rim. Dunk. You didn't kiss right. it. Right. 
if you and for me, I'm like this. You can't go seven eighths and then get credit. But the whole thing. Kenny Smith said it. Kenny Smith said, "If you kiss the rim, it's a wrap." I agree with Kenny exactly. Smith wholeheartedly. But when okay. he didn't, oh no, I can't. I can't give you that. I penalize you. It was up because you played me. You played me. No, not doing that. Give but like OB you all. said, Ob he he didn't necessarily miss his first shot. He just didn't take it. But and I'm gonna take off my Homer hat right now. I still feel that he should have won because Simmons or Simons, I think it's pronounced mm-hmm. Simons. Mm-hmm. He Simon. didn't. That that's what that's what we were told he was gonna do. And yes. like you said, he didn't come through. No. Nah, that that in not, and of itself is, is don't you think that's equivalent to a, a, a missed shot? Well 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 let me say this. I've never been <laughs> I'm, personally I'm, I'm I've reaching. never been in the air that high before. I've never been in the air that high before. I've never been high level with the rim before. So I don't know. But I would think that if you're up there that high mm-hmm. that you I mean if you if you if you if you kiss it and you bust your lip, for me it's worth it. You're gonna break the internet with that joint. Man, you're he's be a, so li- a living legend. All over. But to do it and then turn away like that, bitched up, man. Bitched up. I got props. I give you props. But I gotta penalize you whole heart. I gotta penalize you ten points for that. Cause you played me. Like I said, you played me. Right, and therein lies where therein lies where I feel that that shouldn't have been a winning factor over Obi Toppin. Now you got to weigh them evenly because if you feel that Obi lost lost kudos because he missed quote unquote missed a shot, then what did Simmons lose as opposed to not kissing the rim? I agree. I agree. It, it evens out, but. You know, for me, I give extra. I give extra penalty to my man Simmons. I give extra penalty mm. to that. I mean, mm. I could, I could, I could give Obi a five point penalty for that. Then that means that Simmons gets a ten point penalty because you play. And Obi wins. And Obi wins. <laughs> so I give you that. Obi exactly. wins. I think Obi should win. I give you that. But and that's why okay. actually on the number. On a normal broadcast, mm-hmm. you got, you know, seven. I like the condensed version, but I don't think, I think mm-hmm. the next year they're going to back, they're going to go back to the whole drawing out thing. And that's the reason why I actually, because yeah. the drawing out thing for me takes too long. It takes too long. It takes too long. It's too many cats. It does. The, the, the it dunks does. aren't exactly different at this point. It, you know, it kind of drags on. It kind of drags on a little bit. But what do you do? You think I, so, I, or what you would think? I think they're gonna go back to the original format next year. But it was interesting to see how they made it work with the condensed version. You yeah. know, you, the only thing you missed was the long drawn out of each day. But when you get right down to it, it's usually the top three dunkers that are that that you're looking at. You know, you yeah. you're looking at those that are gonna be in in the finals. So I think it's like with this condensed version, they went directly to it as opposed to drawing yeah. it all out for an hour. Then you got you got six guys, and that works. Then you go from six to three, then they get then it's three too to much. one. It's too much. Yeah, it's, it's too right. much. Too. I, I like the condensed thing. Give me, give me three cats, best dogs. Let's go. Home. Right, I like that too. But there's something for them to draw on, you know, Jazz, because it pre- sets that precedence that look, we can we we can work with this, and maybe they'll they'll expand it next year or who knows when, where it's still in a one day format, but we get to see different things. I, I, yeah, we, 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 yeah, and, and I give you that. I I want to see what they do. I know they make the whole night of it with the skills competition and the slam, and that's I love the night. Like I said, I just think that the slam dunk is a little drawn out too much, um, you know. But like, we'll mm-hmm. see what they do next year. I got another question for you, basketball related. Okay. I hate to ask this, but um, I'm asking <laughs> anyway. 
is Chris Bosh okay. a Hall of Famer? Ooh. Chris Bosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, I, I was listening to something this week, and his name came up, but it was his time before Miami. I think mm-hmm. if he mm-hmm. had Toronto. stayed in Toronto, mm-hmm. I think that we would have seen Hall of Fame play. But because he went to Miami and he played, I don't want to say in the shadows, but in the shadows of Dwayne Wade and eventually LeBron James, you know, they had that that quote-unquote big three, if you want to call it, two and a Mm -hmm. quarter, two and three quarters or whatever. I think that Mm -hmm. kind of played a role in people questioning his, you know, his his reason for going into the Hall of Fame. I'm not taking anything away from his play. You know, I don't think he ended his career the way he wanted to, you know, or the way he thought he would when he went into the to the league. But I think mm-hmm. he had more eyes on him and more to – he showed more when he was in Toronto. That's just – you know, that's just my opinion because I've always – thought that once he went to Miami, his light kind of dimmed a little bit. I could be wrong, but I just think his his, his shine kind of dimmed just a little bit. What do you think? I mean, I don't think you're wrong at all. I think that when he was with Toronto, in Toronto... He was the man. He was, he, he was beasting. He was beasting. In Toronto, he, mm-hmm. he was definitely... He was the first option Carrying the team, beasting. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Putting up numbers. Real numbers. Again, and it's a classic example of, you know, to go to Miami, take a lesser role. And out of all three of them, he gave up the most for right. that to work. Because he went from being the first option to being the third option. Depending on exactly. the night, there was some nights where he was yeah. a fourth option. They was going inside the Haslam. Mm-hmm. So he definitely took the biggest step back in career wise. So for me, mm-hmm. no, I don't think he is, and and it's because of that. No. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think the because two, that I don't think that the two champion. I don't think that the two championships. Gives him a kick up. I don't. Mm-hmm. Not right. the NBA. The NBA is not the NFL. Right. The NBA, it's all about was you a dominant player. They don't care how many rings. Right. You, you know, because the whole team can Carl get a Malone. ring, but that's right. Carmelo has no ring, but when you talk about Hall of Fame, first ballot because he was dominant. He's a beast. He was dominant. NFL, little more, little more rain catered. But in yeah. the NBA, I just don't think he has the numbers. I don't. Not whole, not whole career. Because the Miami mm-hmm. numbers, they're not what they were in Toronto. In my right. opinion. But what and speaking of, speaking of, I, I agree. I don't think that he, based on where he ended his career and how, I don't see the Hall of Fame there, but he took a hit when he left Toronto. That's kind of like DeMar DeRozan. You know, when mm-hmm. he first left Toronto, was he mm-hmm. the player that he was in Toronto? You know, mm-hmm. those those pieces, you know, he was he, he was the man in, in, in mm-hmm. Toronto with the Raptors. You know, he was the man. But when he went to, I think it was San Antonio, if I'm not yes. mistaken. San Antonio, yes. Yes. That, that, that light, you know, you come into the States, it's like that light just kind of like just, it flickers a little bit, you know. So it's that's real, you know. But but it's I wouldn't well, necessarily let, call him a Hall of Famer, Chris Bosh. Okay, let let me ask you a a different question now. Okay, you saw, you know, Blake Griffin. You saw what happened with Blake Griffin. Right. I was I wanted to talk about him tonight as well. I know we only have like about six seven let's, minutes. Let's, well, let's talk. So, let's, let's talk. We didn't just talk about him uh, three weeks ago. So let's talk about. Him. Okay. Right, because we brought him up. <laughs> yeah, I want to say, well, when we talked about him, he was sitting mm-hmm. on the side waiting to be traded. So now he yes. 
quote unquote, has been traded, and he went well, to. He wasn't traded. The other team he was bought out. Supposedly, he was bought out. He was bought out. Right, right. Detroit he was bought, bought out. him out because nobody was going to trade for him. Mm-mm. Nobody was trading for him, so he got Detroit bought him out. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So, my question is: Now that he's with the Brooklyn Nets, your arch enemy, right? The team <laughs> that is the shining star of New York State, and stomping oh, all on go that far. the 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 they stomping all on the Knicks now. Uh, See, now you're getting sure. ready to have. I think I, I don't know if I can hear you, Jazz. Can Can you hear me? Uh, are you having I'm, any I'm, type I'm, of technical difficulty? I'm, 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 <laughs> done with, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. I'm back now. I'm back now. I'm done with that. I, I made my point. So what I think I think that that cough is affecting your thinking over there. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is Blake Griffin. Does Blake Griffin move the needle for you in any way? With their team, I don't think it moves the needle. I think it was a good move because they got him at a price that was that they can absorb into yeah. their league minimum, their yeah. con, their league minimum, right? So yeah, I don't think minimum. that he's gonna bring the Blake Griffin that he was for the Clippers because I don't know if people realize, but he hasn't had a dunk in over two years, so he's not the same player that he was. In the Clippers, Absolutely. I mean, he brings he brings other aspects of the game, and with um, Durant being out, I think mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he fills a spot. Mm-hmm. He fills a spot mm-hmm. with Durant being out. Okay. So you're not getting that jumping over cars and doing mm-hmm. all of this lob city. You're not getting yeah. that Blake Griffin. You're getting a more Mature. I don't. I don't want to say older. He's definitely older. Yeah. He's getting a a different player. You know, his his legs are not the same, but he's bringing other things. He's bringing a, he's bringing a lot to the table, but he's not bringing that Lob City exciting wait for him to dunk it type of game. He's bringing a solid game. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what do you I, think? I know that you know he he his mid range is better now. He shoots the three. Because he has to rely on that because that's what his that's his game now. Yeah, he doesn't really have the inside presence he used to have. He's not going in the hole banging out. But he, right. he you know, I told I told my coworker because he's you know big on the Nets. I got told him I said, you know what the Nets are? The Nets are an aging West Coast team. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. Everybody on their squad is from is an aging. West Western Conference star, except Kyrie. You talking Irving. about the Nets? I mean, oh, Durant, you're talking Durant, about... Durant. Durant came from the West Coast. Harden came from the West Coast. Right. Um, right. Blake came from. I mean, even though he played in Detroit, he came from the West Coast. And right. Uh, what, what's the what's the center? Played in, played with the Clippers with Blake. Um, right. Um, oh boy, DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. Aging West Coast, mm-hmm. they're the mm-hmm. aging West Coast team, which is great because it's great. It looks good, but again, the two things that they can't do is defense and they can't rebound. Now Blake right. can help with the rebounding a little bit, but he's never been That's a, a great defender. Bit. He's never been a great defender, and when it comes time, like I said, when Durant said and everything's clicking, it's a great thing. Blake doesn't move the needle for me in one way or the other. He's a name. Mm-hmm. That's all he is. And they, I think that they're trying to rebuild their bench because, remember, and I told you when they, they traded don't have a for Harden, when they mm-hmm. traded for Harden, they gave away all their bench besides exactly. Dinwiddie. So now you're trying mm-hmm. to rebuild that. But you're trying to rebuild mm-hmm. that with aging names. Because that's all that you're going to get. West Coast thing. Aging. But I want to ask you, you brought up uh-huh. West Coast. You, you brought up a good point, Jazz, and I want to just expand on these last couple of minutes that we have. You know, between the East and the West, the West plays 
more dominant than the East Coast teams. Absolutely. You know, so a lot is a lot is put on their bodies night in and night out, year in and year out. So when you get a dominant West Coast player coming to the East, he's not necessarily bringing that not, that dominance with him because he has worn it has worn on his body all these years. So like you said, you're not getting that West Coast Blake Griffin. You're not getting that West Coast DeAndre Jordan. They have some remnants of themselves, but they don't necessarily have the star within themselves that they had on the West Coast. So when it comes to the East Coast, it's like at a slower pace. You know, it's not as yes. it's not as it's not as you know dominant on them, and they're mm-hmm. able to thrive. You see some remnants, you see some some glimpses of them, but. They don't bring that dominance that they'd had in their careers on the West Coast. That's just my opinion. No. That's what, what I you, think. Look, think about it for a minute. Think about it for a minute. The mm-hmm. Rams coming off an injury. Uh, Harden basically quit on his team. Uh, Blake was expendable. DeAndre Jordan is there for rebounding purposes only because he's seven foot. Mm-hmm. Um. You look at some of the other. You look. Look at look at what Westbrook's doing in Washington. You a lot of the aging West Coast guys are going east. The reason why is because the West is a beast. Lillard, guard, mm-hmm. guard driven. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the exactly. guard talent is in the West. So you know, and you got Dokage and Jokage. And you can name, you can start name, you can start rambling them off. So these right. aging stars are getting traded because the teams like Houston are like this. You know what? We're going to get back pieces for you because you're still a name, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you're not the guy you used to be. Exactly, you're that's not the my guy point. You used to be exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're absolutely correct. And where does it where does it lead? But here's, here's the thing. You notice, when LeBron was in the East, they were all younger then. And I'm not saying that LeBron calculated anything. I'm just saying, think about it. When LeBron was priming, them cats mm-hmm. was in the West beating each other up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now... Mm-hmm. These aging guys are in the East, and LeBron went to the West, mm-hmm. got a horse in Anthony Davis, and rode his ass all the way through a ring. No disrespect. And I didn't hear that last part, guys. And he and he rode Anthony Davis to a championship. No disrespect. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, these guys they look great in the East, but let's be clear. If the Nets get past Milwaukee, and I fully expect for them to get past Milwaukee and go to the finals, Mm -hmm. the Lakers will sweep them in four games. First of all, they don't have defense. They they don't have defense. They don't have a bench. So I do see the Lakers taking them. You know, a lot of people say, oh, it's going to be the Lakers and the Nets. Okay, but who's coming out of that game with the Lakers and the Nets? And I think the Lakers have more depth. They have Mm. more skill. Yes. Their coach, you know, they're, they're a, they're a mm-hmm. better coach. I, me, personally, I feel that the players are running and coaching themselves in Brooklyn. You know, you have a, a novice in, yeah. in, in Steve Nash. You know, he has all these personalities, all this this, this talent. Mm-hmm. What does a first-year mm-hmm. coach that's never coached before, what does he do with all of that? I will say this, though. Let me give you a rebuttal. Said the same thing about All right, I love it, both. We only have like 15 seconds. <laughs> you said the same thing. They said the same thing about Toronto Lou, first year in Cleveland, won a championship. Okay, LeBron. but they're different men. They're different, te- they're different men. They're different teams, you know. They're, they're, they're different. They're different, and they bring different things to the game. But, Jazz, we're going to have to pick this up because our show has ended. There's no more recording, but it, 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 it was a fun hour. Damn it. We want to thank everybody. I wanted to shout out Kyle. Damn it. Damn it. Next week. I got some good news. I got some good news. Uh, You said Kyle or? Yeah, Kyle. Yeah, Richardson. You know. My Kyle. 
Yes. Well, we're going to pick this up next Tuesday because I got some good news I want to share with everyone. But okay. it's been a great hour, and we thank you guys for tuning in to Jazz and I here on Let's Chat Sports. Absolutely. Our show has come to an end, but, you know, we'll be right back here in seven days. No doubt. Tuesday night, baby. That's our <laughs> night, baby. Let's get it, let's get it cracking. Absolutely. Enjoy the rest of your night. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a great hey. evening. And by the way. Take care, Jazz. All right. Watch mm-hmm. your head. Watch out for Corona. (laughs) Absolutely. Stay safe. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I've been trying to find you Been looking high and low Wanting you more and more To come and dirty wine yeah. I love the way you move Like how you're doing what you're doing You got me hypnotized Got me all in my mind I'm trying not to lose it 